0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk what? Junkies, where tonight's going to be a very interesting night, as it is each and every single week here at Talk Junkies. Uh, we got Johnny, Jesse back in the house. Woo! House in it. We got Carl special guesting again tonight, as it's beautiful every time he walks into this studio. Whoa. What up, Carl? What a do. A do a lot of do my do. Scooby do, do, ba do, ba do, ba do. A Scooby-Doo, Scooby snacks.
1: <laughs> what a great <laughs> intro! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: check out last week's podcast. Dan joined the show. We we got a little bit into the Green New Deal. It was uh, a very interesting conversation to have with Dan. Uh, he had texted me probably a few months ago and said, "Hey man, whenever you get a chance, let me come on. And let's talk about the Green New Deal." I didn't know Dan was going to come spitting the way he was spitting, man. It was very interesting. Um. I need to put links down below where he got his information because if his information is legit, like, I mean, it's very interesting stuff that Dan talked about. So if you want to hear what Dan was saying, tune into to last week's podcast, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Podomatic, any of that shit. Um, you can check it out last week, Talk 201. Uh, but tonight, we got, we got the whole crew in the house. We're going to enjoy this each and every single time that it happens because, you know what, nothing's ever granted each and every single week. Um, Jesse's about to have a kid here soon, so we're going to, we're going to take it for how it is. Whenever I get to see Jesse, I feel extremely blessed every time you walk in here, man.
2: I'm feeling more blessed. It's weird whenever you know that something is like a new chapter is coming up. It's not like I'm never going to be on the podcast, but obviously I'm going to have to take a big break. You start appreciating appreciating shit a lot more yes. for, for what it is. Oh, yeah. I've got to fight a little bit tonight. To, <laughs> When's the due date? To get here. Uh, June 2nd.
3: Oh, fuck. You got
2: time. You plenty, plenty, have yeah, plenty, plenty of time. It's weird walking through my house and then seeing uh, a nursery.
1: Oh, yeah, because you guys, it's I haven't weird. been in there since you guys got like the crib and stuff. I meant to like yeah,
2: yeah, man. text you and ask you for pictures. I didn't know if that'd be weird, but. No, I, I would have sent them to you. You'd actually really appreciate it because she chose Green Bay Packers colors unaware, but it's that green. Nice. That green is in the nursery. And nice. I was like, Big I told fan. her. I was like, you paint that crib like a gold yellow, Ooh. and it looks like we're Packers fan. Like we're like we're <laughs> little little eating a pack little Jesse. little Aaron Rodgers. And, and she doesn't know anything about fucking football, but I'm like, man, this this looks like a Packers room right here. But yeah, I have no say in anything.
3: Wait till wait till the baby starts shitting. It'll, it'll look like Packers colors also. Oh Ooh. yeah, the first few days,
2: <laughs> it's it's Packers cottage
0: cheese, man. Wisconsin cheese, nice. I guess that'd be a good way to describe it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, We're (laughs) going to go a little bit different tonight. Uh, Typically, we go into conspiracy, whatever you want to call it, or politics or just stuff of that matter. But tonight, I mean, we haven't had Neha Kapoor on in a while because just conflicting
2: schedule um, type of thing. Around the other side of the fucking earth. (laughs) (laughs) Makes things difficult when trying to line shit up.
0: But um, she would appreciate this podcast. I mean, we're just going to go into some mental mental health, man. I think it impacts especially the United States, Western society, probably everywhere in the world, honestly, with the amount of um, television, propaganda, if that's what you want to call it. We'll just call it television, news, um, events that go on. And and even uh, even for people who aren't involved in that. There's still mental health that goes on in their everyday lives. The amount of the homeless population that goes on in the United States—it's staggering. It's at an all-time high, type of thing, and it's just something that we really don't face head-on and we really don't talk about. We just stray away from it, and we, you know, and for some people, they let these types of feelings soak in. And, and Carl brought it up earlier in the podcast, and he'll he'll talk about it a little bit here shortly. It doesn't affect some people. Some people don't really have those types of issues, but these issues exist and. They really do affect people. I don't know. I don't know how we want to start it or
2: where we want to go with it. I think Uh, everybody experiences depression, anxiety, you know, loneliness, all all of those things. But I think it's at what degree, like, is it, like, is it purposeful? Like, there's different tiers. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, is there like, man, if you're doing really like you don't have a job you have no fucking motivation. You fucking hate the world. You hate the people that you have to see every day. You eat like fucking shit. You drink fucking booze every fucking night. And then you go, oh, man, like, I'm depressed. There are probably, you like, well, there are some fundamental things you should probably try to change first. But then there's also individuals, like what I was bringing up before we started this, like Anthony Bourdain, which is a, like... it boggles my mind that that somebody that literally got into the field that they that they want to be in very well established like award-winning author i don't know what award that that would be like new york times best or like robin
1: williams yeah or like robin
2: williams who has like man there is something that their brain just does not fucking produce the shit that needs to be produced to fucking feel okay you know and that's that's just got to be a terrible a terrible thing so
0: i don't know did we talk about it on the podcast with or not it's 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 a chemical thing you see, so you think you're born this way do you think that it has like an outside is there an outside element to
1: it that could affect it or are we are
2: you just born
0: so, that way
1: well, I, no no, no you,
2: you go you go you go
1: i think that you can't you can't uh in my opinion you can't generalize depression because there's different forms of it because you can, you can, like Jesse talked about earlier with someone who's drinking, doing all this different stuff, you can have like a rock-bottom form of depression, which may be temporary, or you have people who get seasonal depression and stuff. And there's different levels of like, some people think that depression is sadness. Some think it's like a lack of hope or whatever. And then there are people like Anthony Bourdain, or, and I don't know. I can't speak for him or whatever. It's just a whatever. There are people out there who have a, a chemical thing where it's literally... It's like a, a loss, like a darkness, or a loss of a loss of hope, or anything that just shrouds over your entire life, and it doesn't matter what you do in your life, that doesn't change. So there's like that's why I said there's tears, and there's like different versions of it.
0: And I and I get that because I, I don't, every everyone stop. I mean, again, some people don't. Carl, you're very lucky. <laughs> I mean, I, I do go through depression i guess you could call it and the way that you describe it like for me um which how you just described it john ann um is like i always wonder and i think i think too much of how society is and why society in the western world or in the united states is the way that it is and if i consume myself too much into that it starts to fuck with me and i'm just like what the fuck is going on type of thing and it, and it just gets aggressive, man. It gets too too overwhelming, you know, like when I'm just doing what I do job-wise, it's just like, why, why did we go this route? And I think a lot of it has to do with that, like depression and, and stuff, like maybe human... And I say this a lot in the podcast, maybe we went a, a, the wrong direction as a society. And that's what creates a lot of these types of mental health is because maybe this isn't the way it was supposed to be. And I'm not blaming all of mental health on the way Western see, society and is. And you're but,
1: probably right in the sense that I think there's a lot of that. I mean, you see there's there's so many like suicides and stuff that are linked to even stuff like finance issues and stuff like that there's so much that can bring someone down to that point like Jesse talked about earlier with the, there's that rock bottom depression which to me is different than the purely like all the time chemical one where it's like And yeah, I think that that's a massive problem in not just the United States, but in the world in general is like you talk about getting sad when you look at all the stuff we've talked about not being real. Okay. With ourselves or the world after leaving a podcast and talking on the back deck, you know, there's a lot in the world that's, that's bad and you can find some good in it too, but there's times when, yeah, you're going to get sad or depressed or whatever because of those things. And with the current state of the world, I think you see more and more of that. We talked about it with kids, with social media and like bullying and school shootings and all this. Like, yeah, that, that is a mental, that is a mental health thing and one version of it. And then you have another version of it as well. But it's like an
2: outside influence.
1: Yeah. What you're talking about is this
2: outside influence that that's causing somebody to feel some way. But the other thing that can just happen, which is weird because I don't think other animals go through and I could be wrong on this, but I'm assuming that like more highly sentient, thinking creatures like let's say just like apes or like monkeys i don't think they just go through and i could be wrong in this i have I no idea I don't, I don't know i don't know so i'm talking out of my ass right now but i'm well, pretty I mean, you sure feel like a
3: dog a dog would be sad that you're gone are they depressed when you die
2: yeah or even the tilicum uh the, the oh, tilicum yeah. like shit like that whale the the killer whale highly intelligent animal becoming depressed just because of the enclosure that it's in but that's an outside thing coming in i don't know if there was like a natural born uh highly intelligent whale that's out in the ocean that its life is perfectly fine, exactly how whales' life should be, and it's just fucking sad. I don't, I don't. So that's know. what I'm
0: saying. Like, the, what is the, what is that for a human? An un, un an un, like, an un, uninfluenced type of life for a human to where it's like a killer whale. Maybe you're suggesting that if a killer whale is in its environment, it wouldn't be depressed. Yeah, yeah. But but humans,
2: is, for some reason, can actually have chemical in imbalances. Okay, okay.
0: <clears throat> and I guess my question for that would be just maybe some of that could be the food that we eat, GMOs, none of it's really even natural chemtrails. Man, we've been we, over GMOs, Paul. You we've know, had podcasts on GMOs. No, I know, no. know, but like just all these things. Let we'll, the GMOs Well, go. they've
1: proven that depression is genetic as well, so I don't think it can just be that.
0: Fair enough. But I mean, <laughs> but, but, that, but that could be an ongoing thing of just the, the air we breathe. No, um, you're right. Long-term, sure, maybe yeah. it could be that.
1: But I'm just saying on like short-term basis, short-term meaning 50 years or something. They've, they've. I mean, they, like there is genetically passed on
0: because those things that in during that environment when a woman's pregnant, she's very stressed out. It puts stress on the kid or, or postpartum. Well, I mean, even chemicals, just like you after. not having
1: the like the level of like serotonin or your receptors aren't whatever for norepinephrine or whatever it is. Postpartum is a good, good
0: example. Like after a woman has a baby, like how that shit like can really fuck.
3: I mean,
1: you that's grow just from the up. connection, right? They don't have there, a.
0: There, there's a bunch of studies on
2: that. Like that's.
3: Oh 100%. yeah, no, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, postpartum depression. So you,
0: Humans are unique in that aspect where even in the right environment or the perfect environment for a human, there's still going to be that aspect of mental health, no matter what. It's what's embedded in our DNA, I guess. Fair enough. I
2: almost wonder how far dated back, and it's probably just no numbers because you talk about psychology and psychiatry in general is a pretty fairly new thing in human society in general i would assume like that's got to be a real new thing even though it might be like 2 250 years 300 years in the in the study of it but man that's like no time at all to like really get a good grasp on what's happening within the most complex thing that that we know of right now is the human mind it still outdoes computers and fucking everything the human mind still baffles people whenever you attempt to study it all these things and to see like a little, you know, something go wrong in it to where, man, it's just making you feel this certain way. It's
0: That's true. Right. But so Carl, how does it, so for you, it's just, it's just something that doesn't really happen.
3: I mean, it's not to say I don't get upset about things, but I don't, I don't know. I no. don't let, I don't let shit linger. I mean, it's hard to say. Cause like, like I said earlier, you know, like my wife has depression, you know, and I can, she t- tries to tell me about it. And, I, and like, in my mind, I'm like, just let it go. Or you yeah, know, that's, just yeah, you that's, can't. it's a I, lot of easier I, said than done, it, though. And yeah. I know, and I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying, like for me, it's not that way. It's like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it. So why am I going to let it affect me? You know.
1: Which goes back to what Jesse said about literally something can be wrong in your brain. Like different people have different brains. Right.
3: Exactly. But so I, I know, I'm just not wired that way. You know.
0: And I think it's interesting that people like you exist, where it's mental health is really not a struggle for you. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like you're able to handle it a lot better than most. And I guess with within how humans are, they're going to be those people like whatever you are in the top 10 percent or whatever that is. But
3: right. You know, it's you know, some people who you said it like, you know, are homeless or struggle with money. It's like I'm never not going to support my family. You know, I guess as far as depression goes, I get upset about money, but I'll be fucking I'll go to fucking work seven days a week and, and take care of business. You know, I'm not going to dwell on it and be like, "Oh man, my life sucks. I can't make any money. Go fucking earn it." I mean, that's how I look at it.
2: It's weird. So I don't. I don't think I have any kind of like depression issues, but I definitely have anxiety issues, and I think that I know that because I'm like, this is unnecessary the way that I'm feeling. Like, I, I think and uncontrollable, up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's literally like it's it's fucking stupid. It's like you you're in a scenario like socially. Like I I legitimately think I have like social anxiety which is heightened through other like poor habits that I have in my life. I I know that for a fact, but I've always had it a little bit uh, of just like, man, this is stupid. Why am I so anxious right now? And I feel so uncomfortable when this should just be a normal scenario. And it's, it's just, I can't fucking help. I just fucking, it's this anxiety is this weird, uncomfortable feeling. Like I'm not depressed. I don't hate myself. It's just, I feel extremely, nothing feels right. Have you always been that way though?
0: Like yeah, even when you were younger in your high yeah. school years, when you go to parties and stuff, like that's how you were well no, not
2: when booze got involved. I I think that's why I probably that probably suppresses it. Yeah, oh booze help. Boo, so if you if you have anxiety, you drink some booze, you'll be just fine. Yeah, oh, for like, sure. Like booze is a massive help uh to like was like self medicate, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense if you if you feel that way. But man, I've I've always felt that uh not always, I don't always have it, but I definitely have like like moments of like this is fucking stupid. Like, why do I feel like the, my world is like close. I've had really bad panic attacks in the past couple of years or anxiety attacks, whatever you want to call them to where it like, literally I feel like I'm going to die. This does not fucking feel right. And it literally feels like fucking death. And I'll get like,
1: I like, remember, and I don't know if you're cool shit. with me talking no, about that, it or fine. not. That's fine.
2: I'm talking about it now. I, I came home and it made no sense. I was fine. I was fine fucking all day. I was fine all day at work. I'm literally like 30 minutes out from like clocking out and I just feel this like weird pop in my fucking chest and then everything starts closing in. And then everything gets super scary. Like, I know this sounds so stupid, but it's like interacting with anybody else just sounds terrifying and I feel like I'm dying and fucking it's just this massive, just overwhelming feeling and and it's terrifying. And then you give it a little bit and then... And then eventually it fucking, it just like went away. It was like, it's like a bad mushroom trip, man. But for like, you're sober and everything's fine. And then out of nowhere, just boom, this pop. And then just nothing fucking, I don't feel right. I don't, nothing makes, like, I'm still functioning. And it's just this, it's very weird, like frustrating thing. I remembered having (laughs) having an anxiety attack. I would call it having an anxiety attack.
1: Or a panic attack or panic attack or
2: something. And it's so unpleasant. It is very, very unpleasant.
1: I remember you, I don't know if you care if i say it or not. No, you can say whatever you want. I remember Jesse, uh, back when we were roommates, I remember Jesse getting home from work the day that he had a panic attack and talking about it just very briefly. And then you, and I don't even know if you remember, but you went upstairs and downstairs several times within a matter of like 20 minutes. Like you went downstairs because you wanted to be alone because you didn't even want to like talk to me because of the like anxiety and stuff. You didn't even want to be around another person. So you would go downstairs. Then you'd come back upstairs and pace for a second and whatnot. And I specifically remember one time you coming upstairs and pacing through the kitchen and the living room back and forth. And you looked at me and you were like, I'm not trying to be weird, but I'm hanging out up here. So there's someone else because I feel like I'm going to die. He was like, I feel like I'm going to be dead at any moment. And I'd rather there be someone here to like call the police or whatever, or the ambulance if I keel over like that's what you said it's, to me yeah
2: it, it, it's it's really fucking scary i've only had a couple of them in my fucking life um but yeah no it's it's a terrifying fucking experience i i haven't had one i haven't had one in a while but it's those, those it's are bad. Dairy. but didn't you those, say that, those are bad
0: but that, that could also be bait and uh, maybe you don't even know the answer to this but i'd be curious if. You would still have those types of things based upon what you do on a every on a everyday basis. No, I'm what sure what you that consume I, and what you do type of thing. You man, know what I'm saying? No,
2: it it could have been so many so many things. But man, I I legitimately think I have an underlining anxiety issue to where I just feel socially weird from like time to time. And man, you tack it on with maybe I drank too much, and then maybe I didn't eat, and then I had had too much caffeine, and I'm trying to figure out, but. It's so weird because you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I should not be feeling like this. Oh, and I guess
0: for anxiety, and, and, and that, um, you don't know what, even what triggered it because you were at no. work and it just happened and it just popped out like you said. Everything was that's, fine.
2: That's insane. I remember reaching into the window. I was getting a side of rice with a side of sour cream and I felt this pop in my chest and I literally thought I was going to like pass out. Oh my God. And then this tunnel vision happened and I was like, luckily, I was already on my way out of work. Basically, the drive home was scary. I'm like, it's this feeling. It's it's, a terrible fucking feeling. Like, nothing fucking feels right, and I feel like I'm going to die. It's it's, it's so, yeah. It, did you look it, it up bad. at all? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Because uh, I was thinking, because obviously, like, you know me, I fucking drink. And they were talking about uh, Tremens. And I, I didn't know that if, if I was having, like, a Tremens fucking, like, thing, which is, like, if you drink too much... And then you go through alcohol withdrawal, and then you can have anxiety attacks and panic attacks, which you can die from, which doesn't help whenever you look it up, by the way. Right. To fucking well, yeah. hear that you can die from that shit, uh, which escalated it. But no, eventually, yeah, no, it was fine, which don't get me wrong. I would have immediately, like, that that day, I know that you're talking about, I felt so out of place. I just immediately started, like, drinking mm-hmm. as much as I could to, like, get rid of it. Did it help? Uh, not really at, at the beginning. Eventually, I, I think that if I wouldn't have drank at all, I think it would have. It, it just would have subsided. But yeah, no, it's it's just it. Yeah, it was a weird thing. I'm being super honest on this fucking podcast. Again. See, so to right. me, that's like you know,
3: like you guys talked about before. Like you know, we talked about like Johnny doesn't have like an inner voice. You know, that's how it is for oh, yeah. me. Like right now, it's like I don't, I can't relate to that kind of shit. I really can't. You know,
1: because some people are just different, they right? Have different, like
3: in yeah, and nothing against anybody. I know it's a battle. And taking nothing away from that, but like, yeah, I think it, for I,
0: me, it's just trying to find the the origins of dep- of depression or of mental health uh, within humans, and I, I think maybe it is embedded in us, like you guys talked about. I guess what initially what I was thinking is that, like, like I said earlier, it's just I think there are a lot of components within our society that contribute to these mental health issues that we have. Like I said, eating habits, drinking habits, drug habits the air we breathe type of thing, what's in the water, fluoride, whatever. And maybe that has nothing to do with it. I'm just saying there's a lot of outside influence with that is not in our control. And I would be curious to know if if all those things weren't there, would it be a better place for human beings? Again, I always bring up the, the time where you have Howdy Mikowski and he said they had these temples and they were beautiful and the vibration and all these things. I'm curious if there's ever been a time in human history where, those, where that was a thing or if it is embedded in us.
1: I I still think, and this is all opinion, which I mean, obviously they know that, but still throwing it out there, it's all opinion, but I still think that there, and there's probably way more than two, but to simplify it, I'm going to say two. I think there's two different types and that one of them is probably very much what you say, which is direct, like it's an effect of your environment, whether short term or long term over years the food you eat, the alcohol you consume or nicotine or drugs or whatever, or absence of that even maybe not consuming those things and maybe you need them or whatever, or, you know, the, the way you grew up, all this, I think there's that. And I do think that there is also the purely like chemical, like you were born with it kind of thing where it's just in your brain that for whatever reason, it doesn't, a doesn't produce the chemicals needed or B, does produce the chemicals, but they don't go correctly because you don't have the receptors or they're closed off or what, all that kind of stuff. Like, I think there's just different versions of it.
0: But I think like the, if you take the first example, like you just said, and you put a, a mother who is bearing a, ch- a child, and she's in that environment, and she's stressful, and she's going through all of these things, whatever. like I said in the first example that you said, that I described, that's why that baby would be that way they would come out that way because their mother went through that. And that type of shit is going into that, that, that DNA. I don't know if that's how it works, but I know if like women who are stressed or women who are on drugs, like you see studies where a woman who's a crack addict comes out and that baby has withdrawals right whenever they're born type of thing. So I think the same thing could apply with stress. I could be wrong, but I could could definitely see that a woman who is completely stressful throughout the whole pregnancy. And then when the baby's born, like maybe that's why the baby throughout life has those types of
1: issues. But I think you can also have the other side of it too, where there could be a perfectly happy mother going through the minimum amount of stress during childbirth and that child is just for sure, yeah. Genetically whatever.
0: Yeah, that's true. So I think it's safe to say that just it's it's something that's gonna live with us forever. But we don't talk about it, which is crazy.
1: I, mean, I think that's the big thing is the lack of like yeah, talking about even it.
0: having neha kapoor on and having her on twice like did we really even like we dove into it but like with the first podcast i'd have to re-listen to it and and maybe do a better job of d- describing it i don't i don't know it's just
1: i don't
0: know man it's crazy i don't know how much more i have to say on it man it sucks
1: well and i want to go back real quick to like you were talking about carl and like how you just kind of you don't let things get to you and stuff yeah once again going with the whole Purely genetic side of things or DNA based things. I'm sure that there's people. I'm almost positive there's people way above Carl to where no matter what happens in the world, nothing can ever get them down. They will always be bubbly and happy. They could be at ultimate rock bottom, whatever that may be. Homeless, lost a child. Oh, that's true. You see people like that, and they're still like, it's okay. Oh yeah, it's okay, and blah blah blah. And maybe because they're getting more of that, or what? That's what I'm saying. I think the brain is just different for different people which just
0: goes into how, how complex the brain is that's crazy yeah. it's insane man. It's, it's absolutely insane i don't
1: know it's just if you're ever depressed and you do need help or whatever though there are definitely a ton of uh as far as the u.s i can't speak for other countries there's a ton of like free options and resources that you can do yeah
3: to- well that's a good thing we're about like my insurance we they offer a free health uh or uh, free mental health uh I don't know the right word, I get help uh hundred percent paid. you know you can talk to a therapist, they got an app that I can download or my wife. we can download it. you can like if you don't wanna like talk to somebody like you know we're talking now, you can text them, you know however you feel comfortable communicating is how they'll do it with you, so I mean there's shit- you you know there's things to reach out for,
2: you know it's weird that sometimes you just need somebody to like hear you and for you to be honest without this like, bullshit, like, I have to present myself the way that I, that you think you need to view me as, like, that's what people are paying for, which is really sad, because people should just be able to be open and honest about, like, how they feel about shit, but so much in society is, man, you gotta fit this version, and everybody's worried about, you know, how you're fucking seen, like, everybody loves Raymond, you know, that's the whole running gag, like, he just wants everybody to fucking like him. Yeah and it always ends up (laughs) like you, you can't do that, but
1: then there's the fear of you want to fit in with society. So there's like the fear of judgment or even if it's people who are close to you, that may not judge you, you could fear like pity. For example, you don't want people to treat you different out of like pity and like feeling bad for someone kind of thing. I
2: I know I have trouble with that as far as being honest towards a lot of things because I worry about whether or not, you know, like how I'm going to be viewed Mm -hmm. Yeah, view, even in, even in by
1: even by friends and family. So where, yeah. do, is it, especially? Mike, I mean, I was gonna say especially, especially by friends and family. Friends and family is
0: that specifically because it's friends and family, or is that what culture has created? Is that what they even stated into you when you're born, and then as you grow up, you're like, I have to please these people. I
2: can't do this. I can't do that.
0: I think that's Without, a human
1: need for acceptance.
2: But man, that, that shows you that everybody's authentically themselves, and you almost can't help but be uniquely you. And then whenever you try to fit into something else that doesn't like you're trying to fit a square through a circle fucking hole. You but know? I feel like
3: it is difficult with friends and family because you know you don't have a, you have a problem telling a stranger to fuck off, do you? You know, it, it's the same thing with your family. You want their acceptance. You're not going to tell them to fuck off. You know, it's it, it, so what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. If you don't want to be. Friends and family. Jesse
1: uses this word a lot, but you don't want to be ostracized from that group. Exactly, and One group yeah, you definitely don't want to, you can be ostracized but, from strangers from and my, be okay with that. You don't want to be ostracized from your friends and family. Exactly. But
0: that's that outside influence that we talked about. The reason that your family's that way in the first place is because of that outside influence. So that's not really a chemically induced, or you know what I'm saying, type of uh, mental health. That's a outside uh, influence yeah. type of mental health. And that's honestly taken over Western society all over. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big proponent of mental health is those types of things and that people have to deal with because it's hard to even talk about, right? I mean, like, I'm married, I've married, I've been the married. gay
2: communities have to gone through in the past, you know, For like, sure. fucking 100 years, yeah. man. That's, or
0: anyone, yeah, anyone who's ever had AIDS, I, I don't know if that plays into this, but if you had that type of disease, like, you could never tell anyone type of thing. I don't even know why I said that. That's
1: completely... No, that's, that's the same. No, it's the same. It's different, but... Yeah. Different, but same, same. But that... <laughs>
0: It's crazy that, that that proponent of the the induced type of mental health is, is has a grasp on all of us. Not Carl. <laughs> I'm
3: just kidding, Carl. No, 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 I'm no offense taken.
2: Yeah, but it's just that's insane, you I know? Think, I think Carl just lives a healthy lifestyle and tries his best and feels fulfilled and you you're right, you shouldn't But was that the was that know?
0: was that the point of the Bible in, in, in religion? That did they know that th- it would have this type of impact on generation after generation after generation, and then other people saw that, and then they were able to add different little, you know, side, side hustles for how to create mental health issues? Maybe that wasn't there. I own. for what sure believe. No,
2: no, no. I'm so, I was very confused. By I that. think I kind of follow. I could be. I could be off, of but I think
1: one. I kind of follow. I for sure believe that there are people taking advantage. Of the, and I'm not talking about people who think they have mental health problems. I'm talking about companies and pharmaceuticals and stuff that are taking advantage of the fact that mental health is a thing and mental health awareness is a thing and almost convincing people that they have problems when it's just an everyday... You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's what you were getting at.
0: I'm just saying that when religion was created, it, they had to have seen the impact it had on families. Like, And, and Jesse, I'm not asking you to go... I'm just, i've seen i've seen the scenario you know what i'm saying and the impacts mental health wise and they had to have seen that as well you know what i'm saying i may i maybe i'm just not wording it so right. like
3: giving an outlet to like hey you're not depressed just looking at jesus and you'll be fine
2: yeah yeah basically you're giving them and then you i mean that's what the like you talk about the majority of what religion says whenever it comes to that they go oh well you're just not living your life right Oh, you have get, a question right with, with no God. answer.
1: Here's a solution. Right. For you free. Know. Yeah. Just get just get right with based. Jesus.
2: You know, get right with Jesus. That's always the answer. Right. Is that what you're, that's what you're getting at?
0: Kind of. Yeah, kind of. I'm just saying the the impacts of mental health that that has on people. What with, with, what religion represents. And then seeing what you're going through. And Johnny, I think you know what I'm talking about. The conversations we've had with yeah, Jesse yeah. outside. Like that's. That's not healthy. That's, that's like an, that's a mental health issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think,
1: and I wouldn't call that depression or anxiety no, 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 or anything. No, no, that's no, just no, a it's
0: something, I guess that's a subcategory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why it just sparked into my head, but it's just, uh, it, the outside. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going, man. I had it. I, no, had, I, it, I had it beginning stages and I lost it.
2: I, I don't, I don't think mainstream religion helps, uh, mental health at all because they think that they have the answer to it because that's the answer to everything, right? and anything outside of that then they're then they're able to give over power and then it's like they become irrelevant. So everything has to come through like well, once again just talking about mainstream religion there's there's plenty of christian people that are like man you need to go see a psychiatrist you need to you know actually take the right steps. I'm saying just in general they're like well, if you just follow this religion correctly, then all your all your problems will be answered. Is Which that is kind of what bullshit. you're getting? At? I mean, that's bullshit, though.
3: Well, that'd be an outside influence. The same thing. It's along those same lines of a solution would be drugs, pharmaceuticals. Like, hey, you're depressed. Go take this shit. You know, that's
2: another right. thing too. Like Xanax. It, like, like look at the problems that Xanax has created from people that you're not making them. You're not fixing anything. Less anxious. You're making them feel empty. Almost. Yeah. And, and there hasn't been medication that does it correctly. I'm, I'm sure that there are like pharmaceutical progressions that are getting closer to actually helping these issues. But a lot of people with chronic anxiety and shit, they have to deal with so many fucking side effects that. Yeah. And it's you, you just empty them of their fucking personality,
3: you know, and uh,
1: yeah, I, I do and I believe that speak. there are pharmaceuticals out there that can help people as well, though. For sure. Oh, yeah. For yeah,
3: sure. yeah. yeah Oh, yeah. It's For not say sure. they don't have their place. But you were just saying, you know, religion gives people an outlook on hopefulness for depression, but you know, so they, there's also pharmaceuticals for it too.
2: You were talking about Jordan Peterson and he always talked about his, uh, depression and the biggest thing, which I, man, I could be wrong on this cause this was literally years ago that I saw Jordan Peterson talk about this on a podcast or an interview or something where he talked about whenever he switched his diet up, helped his depression like, like quite a bit. And he's recognizing of his chemical depression. And I'm pretty sure in the interview interview or podcast, whatever, that he was talking about how his daughter has very similar depression that he has. And she started it and then recommended it to him. And then it helped him out a bunch, too. I mean, I I, I know that he said that before, but I just don't know how that's progressed over the years. Yeah. Whether or not it's actually, like, helped throughout time. Because you can do something that might help momentarily but the human body is really good at acclimating and then going right back to that same scenario. You you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like you can yep. you can do some shit and man you like fuck man I feel good like this shit's working. And then the body just adjusts. And then next thing you know it's, it's like a right band-aid. Back. Yeah, no, literally and then it goes right back to fucking where it was. So I don't I don't know. I don't I'd have to just do some back research to, on that.
0: I know this is kind of off subject, but it just all of this being said, what this reminds me of, and this is nowhere near probably even true, but there was a, a popular psychic who said, "What what God is is God exploded and wanted to experience everything." I mean, that's the only way that I could describe like all people feeling these types of uh, way or people feeling these types of ways, and all these things, right? Because Carl doesn't feel it, but we feel it, or whoever feels it, type of thing, and it's, it doesn't make sense
2: that these things should exist. You're getting into some weird philosophical shit because there's a big one that said eventually God would get bored. Okay, so let's say that, and, and this is the philosophical side of it, like let's say everybody became God and you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. You could shape things however you wanted to do. Day one, you'd be, if you're a guy, you're probably banging chicks and have nice shit, and then over time, you'd be infinite, you'd get bored of that. And then eventually, over time, after all that adventure of all that pleasure and shit, you'd want to fucking start feeling pain. So you're talking about that sense of a God plot. Right, um, yes. a, not a complex, but the the mentality of, man, God would eventually want to, to feel the bad think. shit to be able... But also, man, you're just talking about very just like light philosophy. Uh, that's a very general... Well,
1: yeah, I was going to say that is a philosophy thing where it's just basically it's, you can't...
2: And that's, that's super light because you're trying to get in... in into it, it's like trying I, n- I never liked it so much because it's like the view of God if you were God but you'll never actually able to be be God so that's only from our position not what an actual like infinite being would would do because that's impossible right it's impossible to get into that kind of mind coming from a finite being no no
0: so what I'm suggesting is everyone is God everything is God everything and everyone is God because that's what God wanted Honestly, to do. Honestly, I kinda
2: I kinda line up that too with my own my own beliefs that we are just uh of the universe experiencing itself in, in a weird yeah, yeah. way. That's a good way so essentially the same thing, right? Which I totally ripped you that. Call, off you, of, could, uh, you could call the universe God if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, in, in a weird way. But yeah. you know, but that that's all philosophy like yeah, 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 thinking yeah. big kind of shit. Bring some weed next time, man. I'll go more in depth.
1: <laughs> then, we'll, yeah. Then we'll get really like, what uh, Real was that thing I said that one? Oh man, I'm my own book, and other people are their own book and story. And when my book closes and my consciousness is gone, nothing else exists for me. <laughs> so that means nothing exists at all because I'm my own man,
2: Yes, I, I always, I, I did always hate this argument uh, talking to Christians about, oh man, atheist. How can you believe that just nothing, like nothing is going to be after this? And I'm like, well, there's actually plenty of things that happen. It's just
1: you're not involved in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's still, you know? like, other stuff happens. You're just, you're not there.
2: Yeah. And also, how watered down would it be if we were infinite beings? Like, things wouldn't, you wouldn't take anything, you know, every everything's for granted. You if know, infinite. I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. But once again, that's that's me trying to put myself in this infinite God position of thought. Sure. You know, for philosophical reasons, which is always fun, man. It's always fun roads to go down. Philosophy is fucking great because there is no right and wrong. No, in it. exactly. It's, it's just like really deep opinion-based thoughts. Yeah.
0: Man. I don't. know. I, I just. I don't know how much more I can hit up the mental health. I mean, I don't know if you guys have any anything else.
2: I don't know what we would segue into, man. Oh man, uh, because initially, why we wanted to start talking about it, which we haven't even got into, is males don't talk about yeah their true. mental health problems because right. you look like a bitch. You're like, man, I don't want to look like a bitch. I know. I didn't like like whenever I was talking earlier. Uh, about whenever I had that anxiety attack, panic attack, whatever I had, I wasn't about to be like going up to a manager. I'm like, I need some help right now. Like, I am something's wrong right now. It was immediately like, contain it, contain it, fucking fight through it. Don't talk to anybody about it. Don't let anybody know you're experiencing this, and just fight through it, and then go home and you work it out on your fucking own. And then and see, everything will be. And that's that's unhealthy. That is <laughs> that is
1: that fucking is unhealthy. incredibly unhealthy, especially yeah. if it's something. Not saying that anxiety isn't a serious thing, but I'm saying like if, if like like suicide and stuff like that, like, yeah, that's something to talk about so that you don't fucking right. do it. You don't and, just bottle that up forever.
2: And, and it's an, a very male thing to where you're like, I need to handle it because it's fucking me. And no, no male, inexistent female, whatever, no human being is ever self. Self, just you can do everything by yourself. That's not, first of all, it's not how human beings work. We rely very much upon everything else, every other human being that's around us to make shit work. And I think just males have this like hard nosed idea that, man, I can, I'll fucking handle it.
1: There's a reason nobody's okay in solitary confinement. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, no, true. Yeah, uh, that, 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 I think it's a poor example. You're
2: constraining that person in that environment, so I think you're
0: not allowing them to do anything.
2: So I think if you want to end it, go anywhere. On, on any note, is that man, if you're feeling weird uh, about anything, it's perfectly natural and you should, you need to have an outlet to be able to talk about that. Cause the worst thing is not being able to have an open, like somebody to fucking talk to about something. You gotta, you gotta find somebody to talk to. Do you to think it's to.
0: beneficial ever to hold it in?
2: No, fuck no. No? You don't no. think
0: you could. So do you think if there was a person who just let everything out? and just told it, their closest, deepest friends, everything that they felt, that that would be beneficial. And it would always be beneficial. As opposed to maybe... I think probably in moderation, man, man, sure. Man, you're but talking, not everything yeah, you're all the time. You're
2: talking situational. You're talking about situational.
0: Like, yeah. I wouldn't
1: spew my guts out all the time, constantly, to everybody. Yeah. Like, that'd be... That's also, I think, probably unhealthy. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Man, that, man that's always... But then again, you're like, okay, well, now the the guy who's viewing this is like, oh, okay, well, now I need to hold it in again. That's not, I don't know. <laughs> the, you you need to have a so heart to be able to be fucking honest about about how you feel about things and about what I, like you're experiencing in in your world. You need to be able to be open and honest whenever some shit goes wrong. There's nothing wrong with fucking a guy fucking crying and being like, I fucking hate fucking life right now, and I have and I know I'm supposed to be this fucking champion just fucking goes on because that's what society is fucking painted for us we can be fucking emotional too we can get upset about things we can have very passionate emotions and and feel things and we should be able to be open and talk about it i cry at the end of every fucking pixar movie i've ever seen in my life i'll tear up i don't cry but oh i cry like a bitch (laughs) i cry like a bitch i just
3: wonder how it fits into the pixar theory
2: no, but there, right. there's nothing wrong with males being emotional or outward about how they're feeling. Fucking emotionally, I think I'm also just hyper uh, sensitive to. It, it, it's something about like I don't know, pussy movie, movies, movies. See, no,
1: that's exactly what the, you're not supposed yeah. to do, yeah. right?
2: Well, I don't, man. I don't give a shit. I'm, and I don't, I don't care. The fucking guys at work. So you want to have a great example of this? Is we used to do this at work for uh, February for breast cancer awareness? Is they would make the margaritas pink. And there were some guys that literally would not drink the margaritas because they're pink. Really? And they're too feminine for them to drink. Or Oh, they're pink, man. I'm not going to drink that pink shit. And I'm like, how insecure, how much shit do you have bottled up right now to where this is this? Like, man, that's what, man, you can't even show an ounce of fucking.
1: I've had men order. It's such a
2: stupid thing. It's a fucking color. The shit that's bottled up in that guy that won't drink that margarita, he he needs to fucking talk to somebody. Like he needs a hug, and he probably needs a good cry. Or like like when someone orders a
1: strawberry daiquiri and says, "Put it in a mug, though." Yeah, like dude, like it's like dude, if you want to drink a strawberry daiquiri, just drink a strawberry daiquiri. Like you, I'll drink one; they're delicious, right? Like Like, I don't give a fuck if it's in a a vase that's shaped like a dick. (laughs) Like I don't.
2: When, when did males get to the point to where man, we don't have we we're not allowed to have emotions either, you know? But that well, that's what their mind is telling them. I'm fine, man. I'll I'll cry at the end of the movie. I don't give a shit. I will walk out teary eyed. I don't I don't care. Encanto fucking moved me. Encanto's good. Great fucking movie. Yeah, Cuban Cuban based movie. Encanto. Yeah.
3: They, you not seen it yet? You got kids?
2: No, I no, a fuck kid yeah, I've seen and I
3: it. But you shit. yeah, it, it's been Encanto or Canto? Encanto. 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 <laughs> Encanto.
0: Yeah in canto <laughs> is it, is it in kansas whatever
3: i think no, so, that was a good movie i saw that one
0: basically what it comes down to is life's extremely hard and i've thought about it a few times and i, I don't think that life's <laughs> such a great summary life well, is life's hard. Really fucking hard no but but hold on it's not supposed to be easy it's not and i know for some people it is harder going through these types of mental health issues it's a lot harder than other, than it is for other people but it was never meant to be easy because if it was easy, then what would be the point of life? It would be extremely easy and fruitful for everyone. And maybe that's why these things exist. And God or whatever whatever the happening or the Big Bang or if it, whatever this existence is. That
2: movie with Mark Wahlberg?
0: Yeah, that one. Uh, the I happening? Don't, I don't know how
2: that came into play. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, and, and I always think about that. It's like it, it was it's never... The gra- it's the grass. Like, it was never meant to be easy. And you got to... Take it head on, and you got to whatever you're feeling. I I don't I don't know. I think again, a lot of it's outside influence, and a lot of it's within your control and your habits. And habits are a big part of the issue of, that, of what these mental health, what what it creates mental health issues is habits. And when you create these habits, and you get older and you get wiser, I mean, dude, it's it's tough to break habits. It truly is.
1: No, we got we got time. No, 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 no. Carl's watch is just constantly on Discord right now. Oh got you <laughs> it's been like that for the last like 20 minutes and i'm like uh you got 10 minutes
0: it's gonna burn your wrist man it's just that's it man it's just life is a challenge and you gotta either buck up to the challenge or you don't and when it comes to mental health talking about it with other people is completely okay and finding out
2: bucking up to the challenge doesn't mean like as a male just being a, trying to be a hard ass and not talking about shit I think the most manly thing you can do is actually get over that, and you can not be worried about how you're viewed, and you can actually be emotional, you can actually be open and talk about how you feel about things, and be vulnerable. I think it has to do with the vulnerable thing, really, is males aren't supposed to be perceived as vulnerable,
1: you know? I was going to say, I think that that's part of, you talk about bucking up to the challenge, that can be the challenge. Like... You said like you say, oh, you just got to like life is hard. Buck up to the challenge and be there for it. I think sometimes that that challenge may be maybe your version of bucking up to the challenge needs to be, hey, you need to go talk to someone like and that's hard for you to do. Right. Like it's hard for you to talk to a friend or do therapy or see a doctor or whatever. Maybe that is the challenge.
0: But hold on. You have a lot of choices in life and whatever those choices are and whatever leads you into the direction of life that you choose. Again, that comes down to habit. And let's say alcoholism is is what you choose to go down. And there's nothing, oh, maybe there's a lot of things wrong with that. Maybe there's not. I'm not completely sure. You live your life however you want to live it. But that you cannot say that that doesn't complement mental health issues, right? You can't say that that doesn't give in to that. And maybe why? Maybe that's why you're having these types of mental health issues.
2: No, and you've got it, to go through the checklist.
0: Exactly. And what I'm saying is before you go and talk to someone, you need to find it within yourself to defeat those types of enemies or those types of mental health issues because habits again and it doesn't have to be just alcohol it could be food drugs like we talked about earlier jesse you were clean for what when was it when you were most fit
2: oh year year and a half i i went without like yeah
0: and you were completely physically and but and you, also
2: unhappy missed, happy. and also unhappy too, right on on top of it not not depressed i wasn't depressed I didn't, I didn't have anxiety as much, I wouldn't say. I still had anxiety, by the way. But you were eating there, clean.
0: You were drinking clean. Yeah. You weren't, no drugs, no working alcohol, out.
2: working out. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, I, I guess that but would be. But you could
1: still have anxiety because you can just have anxiety.
0: Yeah. Because it's built in. It can be built yeah. in, yeah.
2: But unnecessary shit, too, to where I'm like, man, I shouldn't be anxious here. And I'm, like, super anxious. And, and it's just this overwhelming.
0: And how old were you at that time? Twenty
2: six. So you got to think
0: twenty six. You live for twenty six years and you finally do, you know, what's best for your body. You think is everything. right? What's what's best for your body and mind. Right. I was meditating, too. And just just for
2: that, I I was meditating.
0: But you did it for just a year and a half. Mm -hmm. You've lived for twenty six years. You know, you haven't given that is a substantial amount of time to help heal your body. If that's the most if that's the most or if that's the best thing you can do for your body to avoid these types of mental health issues. I'm, what I'm saying is maybe if you give it more time, maybe over an extended period of time, maybe you wouldn't have had those types of things. Because we've been involved in 26 years of habits this is a long time. And I know you're a kid for a, a, a large part of that. But once you hit 16 and you, boom, your drug's alcohol for that's ten, 10 years, that's ten years it's, man. It,
2: man, I, I agree a lot with, and I'm really curious to see how I'm going to react to my first kid. Because uh, Jordan Peterson talks about how males respond uh, at their best and peak level, whenever you become responsible for something else. Like, I, man, I'm, I'm a soup, I'm a little bit of a fucking nihilist. I, I really am. Uh, like, but the idea of bringing a kid into the world, all of a sudden, now that nihilism fucking goes away, like real quick. Even though I haven't like held the kid or anything like that, I'm like, all of a sudden now it's like, fuck, now shit fucking matters. Is and I, and I understand a little bit of what Jordan Peterson was talking, even though it's like very small because he's not been born yet or anything like that. But now I, I can understand what he's talking about, about how you give purpose to me by being responsible for this other thing. And then now the, this other really cool mentality comes in to where, man, I have something to take care of. I, I have something that uh, is this beautiful thing that I have an opportunity to make better than me. Kind, I'm, gonna, kind of I'm thing. gonna cut
0: you off that, real quick that, and I'll let you hit, in. I'll let you hit it back because you just sparked you I don't, don't, don't want to talk too
2: much about it because like on, I said, he isn't even born yet. You spark, so
0: you spark something in my head. And I think that this is this could be one of the issues when it comes to mental health, is the thing is, and something that we're never taught, is that what you were describing is yourself or yourself or myself or yourself. Once you become an adult or whenever that time is, you're never taught like you're taking care of yourself. You are, I mean, essentially, you're, what you're going to do to that child, is leaps and bounds over what you would do for yourself. Oh, 100 percent. You know what I'm saying? And when, when, when have you ever decided? Like, fuck, fuck me, bro. What, what that, the fuck do I? What the fuck do I have? But that's what I'm saying. You that's know? never like. Why wouldn't you do that for yourself? What you're going to do for your child? Oh, you're talking about self
2: love. So maybe I have an issue with self love. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That, I that's what this, you know. We could turn this into a therapy session because I, I really, <laughs> you, you know, you know, if you want. No, I have, I have issues with, with like. I, I have, like, things where I'm, like, man, I'm, I don't like things about myself, but it's not, like, necessarily, like, changeable things. It's just kind of, like, who I am. Have you, but you can try and like, change
0: those things, and, you, yeah, it just reverts back. You're right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I agree Does with that. Does that make
0: sense, though? Like, you're never really taught to, like, self-love, I guess. That's the way to describe I've it. I've
1: self-loved. I'm a, I'm ashamed sometimes afterwards of the things I've looked at, but...
3: I self-lo- <laughs> <a> self-love <laughs> in the shower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when it, I'm relating it to a child. After you see your first child being born and, and the things you're going to sacrifice, you're not willing that,
1: to, to give yourself the same like level of sacrifice of what, sacrifice you, would of what you would do for them.
0: That's, that's insane. And it's like, why aren't you taught that? You know, like, and maybe you are. And uh,
2: we've talked about selfishness and stuff like that, but I think it's a different that, level. That's almost an unteachable thing. Like you have to experience that though. Like I'm only just beginning to experience it because I know that there's, I, I have a kid. He's just not born yet. And then now all of a sudden, all these like, man, like the switch has been kind of changed a little bit to where what I'm having to do in my life. And it's just really like, it's exciting. Like it's this exciting feeling and and I'm getting excited about things. And like for him though, like, like kind of shit, not for myself. Like, like I said, I'm easily a fucking nihilist. Like, like before getting somebody pregnant and the idea of a kid to where I'm like, man, just, you know what? The world's fucked. Just let it burn, man. (laughs) Just fucking let it burn. I'm so upset at everything and just like, fuck it, just fuck it. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do my shit and then it's going to be over. But then now you have this and you're like, fuck now it matters. Now, now I got to fucking do shit different for him. You you know what I mean? It's, I I don't know. I, I believe in that, that uh, males are driven uh, or better in scenarios when we're in, we're responsible for something outside of ourselves. Because we can so easily just be self-destructive as as males, it's super easy. But the second you you throw in another variable in there, then, then we start caring deeper. I don't, I don't know. Which are right? Like I should have just been a better person, right? Like I should have just been like, oh, the children of the world, you know, cared about but all no, that it, and shit. It, it's probably but, meant to be that way
0: because that's the point of you know creating another person. Like that, it gives you that type of adrenaline or that type of knowledge or whatever you want to call it. Whenever you do have a child, for most people, that's the type of feeling that you get from that, and that's the purpose of like that's what drives us to have kids and keep creating and and you know what I'm saying, generations and that type of thing. That's embedded in human DNA. I don't know if that's evolution or part of it. But and
2: I have family that I love, by the way. It's not like I actually wanted the world to burn. I was talking about just from like man, nothing like, like in general. Fuck it. It's a very much just fuck it mentality. Yeah, like if, like single male in his fucking third, like there's so much you can do as a single male with no kids, like 30 years old to where you're just like, man, fuck all of it. Like, it's so easy to just have that. And John just is very the only one now, who has that? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at all. I, I don't know. No, I had that mentality. I had that mentality like, like before. And I'm slowly like easing into something that's outside of that because I'm like, now I'm responsible for it. It's never that I, you know, actually wanted all the burn or anything like that, but it's just the, l- the level of how much you actually like grasp it. And there is no connection to it. And you're just like, man, the, the world is what it is. I have no control over this. I think it's because you actually can now, like, impart fucking wisdom on something that's going to be, like, lasting. But I don't know. I don't know. Going down a weird road. No, that's, that's part of it. I don't want it. to sound like an asshole. Might have sounded well, you're, like an no, asshole you're going to see real way, soon
0: the, the impacts you have on a child, man. It's it's very, yeah. I mean, they they listen. <laughs> and they repeat. So that's really all I can tell you. We were close to the end of the hour. That's fun, man. That's that's fun time, fun baby boy. Yeah, you were out of fifty nine minutes. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: UFOs and shit. (laughs) Now there's something that happened over Alaska. I don't know. Is is it it fucking stupid that UFOs
2: aren't even cool anymore? Yeah. Like like you remember like it was only like a handful of years ago that UFOs and shit was was cool. Now now the world is like, dude, people don't even give a shit. Like yeah, man, UFOs could
1: could not be like who, Roswell what? could come out and be like yeah, the pope, here's the aliens the, and the, and everybody's like yeah, but like the, the Pope came Ukraine out, and <laughs> yeah Pope came out
2: nobody gives a fuck about aliens anymore like yeah fucking aliens yeah they, they were a thing nobody wait did the Pope anymore. come
1: out is that a thing
2: the the I didn't finish that sentence the Pope came out talking about how extraterrestrial I thought you were saying the Pope came out he was like I'm Catholic and I'm gay I was like oh it's coming soon man it's coming soon. That will be a thing that will never happen because there won't be a Catholic church
1: that supports that a...
2: Would, so the whole thing would be... In the, uh,
0: like but a, doesn't the
3: Vatican lead that? You, so what they have to follow?
0: I just want to start a mm-hmm. church so we can avoid taxes, man. That'd be cool as fuck.
2: I've been looking into Satanism, man. It's oh, a thing. That's
1: no, thing. Satanism's not bad, man. It's not. Everybody thinks Satanism's it has to deal with Satan, bad. but it's no. It's kind of like the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster or... Any of those. There's there's there some like actually, tax breaks and stuff you can get with Satanism, and there's some other stuff too.
2: I'm sorry, because there's two, there's two different sects right now of it. One is the Church of Satan, and then the other one is called something else. One of them is recognized as an actual religion in the United States. And I can't remember which one's which or even pretty even sure it's the Church of Satan.
1: It's the church. Pretty pretty sure. Don't quote me I on that. I almost
2: want to say it's the other way around. I, I could I could be fucking completely wrong on this, but no, it's really interesting to look into. They're, they, they're solid people. They're really good fucking people. They,
1: d- they did a thing that allowed people to... Uh, they wrote up a bunch of whatever. Not legislation, because that's the wrong thing. But a lot of stuff and they're like, religious bylaws and all this, and then got it passed through the right places and stuff. But that basically allowed you to show, if you were a member of it or whatever, you could avoid the whole having to be vaccinated for work thing. Oh, nice. Because it's against your religion it, to put something foreign into your body or whatever.
2: Yeah. I guarantee you, this would have been funny for us to actually do, to where I just put, like, a uh, whiteout over Church of Satan and then had their list of morals and then showed other people and they're like, "Yeah, man. That's great. This that's is like such that's a awesome. good organ- I kid you not. <laughs> so many people be like, yeah, this is a great organization."
3: You and then you take peel the, tape off, the tape,
2: tape off Church of Satan.
3: <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> a sign at the bottom.
0: That would be our first 10k video if we actually went out in public and did that.
3: Ooh, that'd be Dude, that would be fucking hilarious. That would be
2: fucking cool. Yeah. You need to look into that.
3: Hey, can I talk to you about my religion?
2: Yeah,
0: go downtown KC. Here's our People
3: bylaws, are, or,
2: or not even that. Be like, what do you, what do you feel about uh, this? Is a religion that's established in the United States? How do you feel about their their uh, their bylaws? I have, and then you read through, and then ev- I kid you not, so many, especially like millennials, definitely lines up with fucking millennials because it's it's a very free thinking religion.
1: I have the seven tenets of the or the, of the uh, Ooh, the Satanic Temple.
2: You got that real quick?
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh, God. Advertisement. Satan's got to get his ads, too. <laughs>
2: Somebody, Satan needs money. Um,
1: Jesus needs it, too. Let's see. Tenet one. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Two. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Three. One's body is inviolable. I can't say that word. invulnerable Subject to one's own will. That has to do with the whole the vaccine thing and all that, blah, blah. Uh, four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustfully en- encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own freedom. Five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one- one's beliefs. Six, I think I skipped, no, I said four twice. I don't know. six. People are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Seven, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility and action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word.
2: If you didn't have the Church of Satan on that, you'd be like, man, that sounds cool. (laughs) That's Church of Satan, though. I'm sorry. They, that they, was made they got, by
0: a person. I'd love to have that person on the podcast. Honestly,
1: but there's a whole following. That, that of was
2: that. The one. So that was the one that was established in like 1977. It's actually
1: based in which. That's not the Church of Satan. That's the Satanic Temple, which may be the actual one. That's like okay. Because man, I'm getting yeah. man.
0: We
2: no, we should try to get a fucking Satanist.
0: Thought. We should man. That would be that would be pretty Fuck
2: interesting. Yeah,
0: Yeah, tell me what I need to look up to find contact information. I'll definitely email
1: some Church of Satan Ooh, or bro. Satanic Temple or I mean, whatever. Just remind me when we go outside.
2: It'd be crazy.
0: Well, we're a little bit over the, the end of the hour. We'll kind of leave it there. Uh, Carl, greatly appreciated you having you on, man. I love being here. We, we got some things in the works. I got a few guests that might be potentially coming on in the next few weeks. I'll uh, leave it to you at that. It's going to be a good time here at Talk Junkies. Um, I'm slowly stop, I'm slowly not playing Rust as much, so I'll get back <coughs> to emailing people and getting more people onto the show. You got one more lasting thought, Jesse? After the podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, the best thing that you could do for this uh, podcast, and this was a good podcast to share to all your friends and family, is hit that like button, hit the bell notification to all our junkies out there.
2: Stay fly and ring the bell.
1: If you're ever dealing with mental problems and oh. it, yeah, talk like, no, seriously, it's a serious thing. Like talk to someone yeah, or about that. your family members will not judge you. Like talk to them. They care about you. Your loved ones care about you. Your friends care about you. Um, if that's or not talk an option, to us, or talk I was going to gonna say, if that's not an option, um, because for whatever reason you feel that you don't have loved ones or family members or whatever, maybe the circumstance, there are plenty of resources, plenty of free resources, National Suicide Prevention Hotline, a whole bunch of different stuff. Or let us know in the comments. There's no judgment here. I, I'll, I'll I talk to, you talk to anybody to keep them from having the worst L- day of their life.
2: L- literally anything. You're right. Yeah. Cheers. I keep calling that. I completely forgot how we started that one.